Hey everyone, welcome to Right On Radio. I'm glad you're here. Um, I'm going to start out with some show business uh, real quick. Uh, many of you aren't aware that I did a show on New Year's Eve day. Uh, I think it was one of my best ones, folks. I uh, pray that you go and you watch that. Many of you haven't because uh, it wasn't on a regular day. Also, for those of you watching on YouTube and uh, other channels, I put out a live show on Podbean yesterday that is about the power of prayer. And let me tell you, this was a powerful illustration of what stops us from going into the throne room and the different things. Uh, it was super powerful. I was moved more than once and I was just reading someone else's work. Uh, in doing this. So I would encourage you to go to writeonradio.podbean.com. Last thing before I get into the alleged show that I'm having here today is that uh, many of you have joined My Liberty Stand. Uh, Most of you haven't. And in particular, if you live in North America, uh, every one of you should be with us in this. Uh, you know, it's just, it's one thing that you can do to fight back. And I can't give any details because I'm not sure actually, but I know Saturday there's going to be some announcements and I believe they're going to be life-changing. So if at all possible, uh, go to mylibertystand.com sign up and if if at all possible we'll contact you even before saturday uh, so that you can be included in it okay on to today's show i will confess to you that out of the you know we've done i've done about 550 right on radio episodes Today is probably the most uncomfortable I have been prior to a show and even now starting the show. And I'm going to tell you at least the reasons I'm feeling uncomfortable. I had a show planned for today. You know, as soon as I finish one show, I immediately start planning the next one. Uh, You know, when trying to listen to God and, you know, do the different things, seeing where I'm being led. And it's oftentimes, even though I've prepared a show right before a show, like a half an hour or an hour before I feel led to go a different way. And, you know, but I have time to prepare. Now I usually record in the morning and, uh, I planned to record earlier because I had another show that I was going to record and it, It's a good one. I'll do it soon, I trust. But in my morning devotional today, um, I just, I kept hearing the words, be ready. Be ready. And I, okay, that sounds like it's coming from the Lord. (laughs) So what am I to be ready for? (laughs) Good question. Well, I searched all day for those answers and, you know, the most, the first thing I did is I went and I started looking the Bible and I knew 
those words were in Matthew 24. So I went to Matthew 24, which I'm pretty familiar with. And of course it says, be ready. Um, the Lord will come as a thief in the night, talking about the rapture. And uh, I don't feel that uh, we're going to be raptured, but hey, he comes as a thief in the night. So what am I to be ready for? And what is the show to be on? Well, the truth is, I never got the answers that I was looking for. But all day, I have heard the words, be ready. <laughs> so, I guess I'm just going to start speaking from the heart, and uh, and hopefully the Lord will give me some words for you. Don't get me wrong. I have a couple things I prepared really quick um, that I can do with, uh, especially with Matthew 24. But Heavenly Father, I just come before you, Lord, and say thank you. Thank you for being a God who speaks to his people. Thank you for being a God who cares for his people and wants to provide for his people. And Lord, I understand the responsibility that I have here in being a podcaster, having tens of thousands of people hear these episodes. So Father God, I invite the Holy Spirit to speak through me, to do the Father's will, to glorify Jesus. And Lord, to let the audience those whom you've chosen to be here this evening to give them the message that you want to give them. Then I pray this all in Jesus' name. Amen. By the way, I said that prayer before coming on, but I just felt uh, drawn to do it again. Yeah, this is weird. I usually have some notes and stuff like that, but I don't have anything. So I guess I just want to start talking about the state of the world because this is the beginning of what is so-called so a new year. And there's a lot of things. Um, the other day, there, there was a person who had tweeted a little card I didn't think I'd be talking about it, but here we go. And it was just simply the three three dates, uh, three years. And it said 2020, then underneath that, it had 2021. And underneath that, it had 2023. Okay. And so I replied to the tweet and I said, or I retweeted it. And I said, what happened at the beginning of January of 2020? And of course, we know that January 20th was Inauguration Day, um, so-called. But what was interesting and what the person who put the post up uh, was insinuating is when you take those numbers, 2020, 2021, and 2023, and you just simply add up the numbers, uh, 222 becomes 6, uh, 222 again becomes 6, and then 1 plus 2 plus 3 
becomes six. And I thought that was really interesting. The zero actually isn't the number. It doesn't, so it doesn't count. Uh, so I guess that's uh, that's the three years of this uh, present administration. And of course, his uh, Joe three o three o three three o when he was fundraising, that was six 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 as well. Um, Two twenty three, isn't that like a skull and bones thing as well? It sounds like there's a lot of plans for this year. And I have to admit that after doing that show last week on uh, on the plan, you know, that Alice Bailey had put out, that, you know, I just... Are you seeing patterns? Because I am. You know, going back to November of 2020, you know, we had a lot of hope and those hopes were seemingly crushed, but then there was something else coming up and that didn't work. And by the way, where's John Durham? Good question. There's always some hope and it seems, and there's another channel on Telegram. I'm going to give them credit actually, uh, exposing Flynn Networks. Um, they do a great job. I really want, I really want to talk to the person running that channel, by the way, please DM me or something, but they, they recognize a lot of patterns. They're really, really good at digging. And, uh, it seems that about every three months, there's like this new Patriot voice that pops out and it's all full of hopium. You know, we're under you know, the, uh, this part of the constitution, the continuance and all this stuff, but nothing happens. The, 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 uh, three letter agencies, they got caught. We've got the proof. Nothing happens. They lied on the FISA. Nothing happens. Are we being humiliated? Are we to feel powerless or are they wanting us to rise up and enforce? I don't know the answers, but there's only a couple scenarios that work going forward. And by the way, I, I, when I wrote the title, I said, I'm going to predict the future. I'm going to do that. <laughs> but, you know, one scenario is we're just being fed hopium. And most of this uh, movement of truthers and stuff like that is all compromised. Look, we, me and a small team have uh, done a really good job of connecting the dots. And I can tell you, I know just about everybody and who they're connected to. And one day that'll come out. Um, there's reasons why I'm not. It's not like I'm trying to keep secrets. Um, there's only so many wars you can fight at once. But there's patterns. 
And right now on Friday, there's the, uh, the case that's going to the uh, Supreme Court. And I truly hope that something comes of it. But the pattern is we get our hopes up and nothing happens. It's almost humiliating. Certainly takes the winds out of people's sails. But yet, I'm incredibly optimistic. Because there's a hope in me. And we do know how it ends. We know exactly how it ends. Minus some details. Let me read a little bit of Matthew 24 for you. The signs of Christ's return. Jesus left the temple area and he was going on his way when his disciples came up to point out that the temple buildings to him. But he responded and said to them, Do you not see all these things? Truly I say to you, not one stone here will be left upon another, which will not be torn down. And we do know that the temple was torn down in 70 AD. Oh, actually, let me segue to something. I'm going to share my screen. Many of you might know this already, but Jews begin building third temple on Israel Independence Day. So that was back in May of 2022. And we all saw the red heifers going there as well. Now, what's important to note is they don't have the permission to build, but they're getting everything ready. So what they're doing here and what, they, what they're showing uh, is that they're getting the stones ready. They're actually polishing the stones and everything. So everything will be ready to go up when the time is there. But the temple has to be built for things to come through. So let me continue about the things that must happen. And as he was sitting on the Mount of Olives, the disciples came to him privately saying, tell us when will these things happen and what will be the sign of your coming and of the end of the age? And Jesus answered to them, see that no one misleads you. For many will come in my name. I am the Christ and will mislead people. You'll be hearing of wars and rumors of wars. Well, that's really happened for the last 2,000 years, so I'm not sure if we can really go by that part. But however, he does say, see that you are not alarmed, for those things must take place, but that is not yet the end. 
for nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom, and there will be famines and earthquakes in various places. But all these things are merely the beginning of birth pains. Birth pains. That's an interesting thing to say. So what is being birthed? And and I'm just seriously posing this question. Because we have all those things right now. But what is being birthed? And, you know, whenever I've read this in the past, it's just, okay, well, that's the, you know, his kingdom is going to come down. But this is before the tribulation. And maybe the tribulation is being birthed. Maybe it's the uh, birthing of the one who will rise. And it goes on and says, they will hand you over to tribulation and kill you. You'll be hated because of my name. And many will betray one, one another and hate one another. And many false prophets will rise up and mislead his many people. And because lawlessness is increased, most people's love will become cold. But the one who endures to the end will be saved. The gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in the whole world as a testimony to all nations. And then I will come. Interesting. So he mentioned something about false prophets. And, uh, man, there's a lot of them right now. I'm actually at the point right now where I'm not listening to any of them. None of them, none of the modern day ones. I just, I don't have confidence in them. I think the Lord has given us all that we need to go forward. And he did leave the Holy Spirit here on earth. So the Holy Spirit certainly always just points you to Jesus. And a lot of these prophets that are out there today, they mention the name of Jesus and that, but they're really not pointing to him as much. And many of them have been proven false because the stuff they said didn't come true. We've got tape. So, uh, especially the ones that give dates, <laughs> they're, they're in for a heck of trouble. So, let me go back to the text. This is good for you to understand, and I'm going to show you a timeline as well. And therefore, when you see the abomination of desolation, which was spoken of through Daniel the prophet standing in the holy place, let your reader understand, then those who are in Judea must flee to the mountains. So this is, uh, this is going right back, you know, this is, this is when the Antichrist goes in to the third temple, essentially. that If you don't know what abomination of desolation is, 
Uh, that's my understanding of it. If you want to uh, correct me on that, I'm going to look at the chat real quick. Um, but then it goes on to say that, uh, you know, pray that it's not in the winter. <laughs> it says, but woe to those women who are pregnant because they're, they're going to have to flee. These are, this, we're talking geography here. They're actually in Judea and they have to flee because of the nastiness that's uh, happening there with this uh, character, the abomination of desolation. And there's going to be lots of Christ and Jesus is saying, look, you don't, the only way you're going to be seeing me is this. And I'm going to skip down to verse 29. And I want you to take note of this. The tribulation, I've been saying this ever since I did the study on Revelation, where I was thoroughly convinced on the timelines. But immediately after the tribulation of those days, immediately after the tribulation, the tribulation is three and a half years. And then I call the next three and a half years the uh, judgments of God, the wrath of God. But in the biblical text, it calls it the great tribulation. So there's tribulation and then there's great tribulation. So listen to this. So the, here's how it's working. The Antichrist is probably already making political moves, whoever that is. Political, religious moves. I suggest probably a little bit more political. Not a political figure necessarily, but someone who's going to, uh, no one that we've seen, I don't think. Uh, he's going to rise up. He's going to be angelic. He's going to be an angel in white. And he's going to create this seven-year peace deal. He's going to break it. And essentially, that's when the tribulation starts, is my understanding. So, but it says in verse 29, but immediately after the tribulation of those days, the sun will be darkened and the moon will not give its light and the stars will fall from the sky and the powers of the heavens will be shaken. And the, then, and then the sign of the son of man will appear in the sky. And then all the tribes of the earth will mourn and they will see the Son of Man coming on the clouds of the sky with power and great glory, and he will send forth his angels with a great trumpet blast, and they will gather together his elect from the four winds from one end of the sky to the other. So there's, there's the rapture text. It happens when the second coming comes. So there's three and a half years. There's the abomination of desolation when he goes into the temple and then the sun will be darkened and the moon will not give its light. And essentially heaven starts to fold up before your eyes.
Then, well, he says that not a generation will pass until all these things take place. But then the Lord goes on to say, but the hour, but about that day and hour, no one knows, not even the angels in heaven, nor the son, but the father alone. But the coming of the Son of Man will be like the days of Noah. For in those days before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving to marriage until the day that Noah entered the ark. And they did not understand until the flood came and took them away. So will be the coming of man. At the time, there will be two men in one field and one will be taken away and one will be left. Two women will be grinding at the mill and one will be taken away and one will be left. Therefore, be on alert, for you do not know which day the Lord is coming. Oh, I wanted to make the point. So it says, but about that day and hour, no one knows, except for the Father. It doesn't say that we won't know the season. It doesn't say that we won't be able to figure out the year, because once we're firmly into the tribulation, we're going to be able to figure these things out. It's There is a timeline for us. We just don't know when that timeline begins. And certainly we know that uh, once the abomination of desolation happens, it's, you know, I'm going to suggest to you, because that's when the mark of the beast comes out, um, it's going to be under 40 days. Because Jesus proved you could live 40 days without food, and we're going to be required to, perhaps. Let me share my screen again with you. I have a great little um, chart that spells out the whole thing. I hope this is encouraging to you, folks. Um, he's going to provide for us all the way through, and please go back and, and listen to that show that I did on New Year's Eve, um, how God is going to provide for you. I think it was, uh, as I say, I think it was one of my one of my best shows. I felt that way. So this may be a little bit hard for you to see if you're on your phone or something like that on your TV. You'll be able to see it. But essentially the antichrist confirms the covenant with many for one week and so the one week is the 70th year that's our the 70th week and that's the end times so the first seal the antichrist goes forth to conquer the second seal is opened up the world is at war the third seal opens up there's famine and starvation. The fourth seal opens up, up, death in one quarter of the earth. And then the fifth seal, the martyrs appear in heaven. So that is actually 1,260 days that that is. And then there's the abomination of desolation. 
which is about the two 1290 day mark from the beginning of the trip tribulation. And then after the abomination of desolation, the mark of the beast is presented. The sun and the moon are darkened. The stars fall. Heavens depart. The rapture comes. And then the seventh seal is opened up. And the wrath begins. Now, the next 1290 days is the wrath of God. And if you are not a Christian, I <laughs> become one quick because you don't want to listen, live through this. The first trump, hail and fire cast upon the earth. And then they, then the first vial poured upon the earth, grievous sores on men. Second trump, mountains cast into the sea. Second vial poured upon the sea turned into blood. So uh, you know, all the drinking water is going away, folks. <laughs> it's going to become blood. Uh, third trump, burning star falls upon the rivers. Third vial, rivers are now turned into blood. Fourth trump, the sun, the moon, and the stars are smitten. Fourth vial, the sun scorched with heat. So it's going to be so hot that your skin is burning off of you. Oh, but wait, there's more. <laughs> the fifth trump, smoke and locusts of the pit come out. And it's poured upon the seat of the beast of darkness. Now, when these locusts come out, these are like mechanical locusts, okay? You can't kill them. They're ordered by God, that they cannot kill you, but they're to torment man for five months. And men at that time will want to die, but they won't find death. Probably because they put some chip in them or <laughs> themselves or something. <laughs> Who knows? Uh, but how is it if you want to die, you can't? Because we're all going to die, but apparently if you meld with machine or something like that, maybe you won't. And then the sixth trump, the army from the Euphrates, and basically listen, 90% of the world's wiped out, folks. It's the Euphrates dries up. Um, that's at the very then the thunderings and hail. Hail are like hundred pound chunks of hail coming down on the world. And uh, the vial is poured in the thunderings and hail. It, it's, it's the only way to survive it is in a bunker. And you and I probably don't have one of those. So. Maybe I should take some questions. Let me see. What do we got here? Just give me a second. I don't do these live folks. And honestly, as I said, I didn't know what I, what I was going to do. And I still really not knowing, but perhaps I haven't done a live and taken questions for a while, at least on here. I do it from time to time on telegram. All right. Let me just go back to the top of the chat. 
<laughs> okay, Stephen, I love that. You you make me laugh quite often. I'm still confused. What are you confused about? Let me help you if I'm able to. By the way, I put out some questions on Telegram and uh, a number of people said, listen, can you, uh, you know, there's a lot of things I don't understand in the Bible and all that sort of stuff. Um, folks, I'm not a Bible scholar. <laughs> I just, when I do my Bible studies on Sundays and stuff like that, I just work my ass off to be prepared. That's, that's all you have to do. Just be the Berean. All right. Uh, where do the two witnesses appear? So they're going to, so the, the martyrs in heaven are the uh, 144,000 that, uh, that is talked about in the Bible. And the 144,000 were basically 12,000 from each of the 12 tribes. And they're already in heaven. Uh, they're already, they've already lived their life. They're probably, you know, from first century or before that. And uh, they were probably young because they lived blameless lives. Uh, you can't go, can't get too old and live a blameless life. So they were probably very young. And so their martyrs appear in heaven and they're sent to earth basically because once God raptures the church out of here, he does not leave the people who remain on earth without a witness. So, he sends the 144,000 and they cannot be killed, essentially. Um, so, but the two witnesses, they're going to appear uh, in Jerusalem and they're going to be proclaiming the, the truth. Then, of course, they're going to be killed, uh, slaughtered in the square, but they're going to do miracles and they're going to be having huge power. Like they're going to be proving who they are. There's going to be no doubt who the two witnesses are. All right. Birthing is a hard struggle to bring in the new God's promises at hand. And yeah, you know, I do believe that we are, I still say this, that we're going to go in to a good season for a little while. And let me explain a little bit more about that, actually, why I keep saying, and I don't know for sure. This is just what I think. It's just common logic. Um, first of all, we have to, the beast system has to basically go down. The light side of the cabal, uh, just for basic uh, understanding, if you're new to the show, the Luciferian system that runs the world, and Lucifer does run this world, has dark magic and they have white magic. The white magic people are the blameless ones. In fact, they have names in the uh, in the Bible. Uh, I, I consider the uh, Pharisees and stuff like that to be, you know, the modern day light side of the system. And the light side of the system is helping to sacrifice the dark side of the system right now because it's the light side Listen, if th this guy isn't going to come out of a system that's doing all these bad things to kids and stuff, this person who's going to rise up and become the abomination of desolation is going to be blameless. And he's going to have all the good rabbis around him. Uh, by the way, there's, they're lifting up a guy's name right now. That's just a false one. I don't pay any attention to it. 
Oh, um, so the Euphrates River isn't dried up. It's drying up. Uh, when do you think the 70th week begins? Uh, okay, I'll give you my speculation on that. Um, yes, the two witnesses will be during the tribulation uh, before the rapture. So why do I think we're going into a good time? It's because to sell the world on a world currency, I don't think people can be forced into that. People can't be forced to give up all their possessions. People cannot be forced to say, okay, my cash is meaningless now because some tyrant claimed this. They, they will sell it to us, just like they do every removal of our freedoms. They'll sell it to us. So, you know, my, my thing is, I, I think, you know, we're going to have to, it's going to be a transition and the, the good time that we're going to have is really going to be the way that they're going to sell us on the world currency and then eventually the mark of the beast. Um, so it just makes sense. I could be wrong. Look, they what they're doing right now, it could just continue to get worse and worse and worse, and then tribulation start. It could go either way, folks. It's going to go one way or the other. And really, those are the two options. Does it just continue to get worse and worse and worse, and then the tribulation happens? Or do we have a reprieve in between? I think we get a reprieve because there's going to be a great harvest. And I think God's going to do something really big uh, to help this out. When? I don't know. Okay. Uh, where do you think we are on the timeline? I think we're before the tribulation. Right now, when you when you look at what happened in 2020 um, with the Abraham Accord, that didn't get enough attention and the Abraham Accord is just the beginning and it's actually expanding. And certainly if uh, DJT gets back into power, it's going to continue to be ratified. And I actually believe when more countries like Saudi Arabia and that who are talking about joining it, um, that's the world peace agreement essentially for, um, for what we need to, get this thing going and whoever's the architect of it, that's going to be a pretty important person. And, uh, that will give permission for them to actually start building the temple. And they've got all the artifacts, everything's ready to go. The, this temple can go up in a month, you know? Oh, um, so first of all, thank you for tuning in, but I don't answer for Jesse typically. Um, why couldn't Jesse name the antichrist? Listen, I, I, I'll i just tell you what I think. And I've talked to Jessie, and she's given me some clues about what she th where she thinks he'll come from and stuff like that. But listen, the fact is, there's many candidates for Antichrist. She doesn't know who it is. She doesn't say that on... But just considering... I'm just telling you from the things she said on air with me that there's many antichrists prepared in every generation. So if she's said that, then 
how, how would you know? We don't know because there's many, because someone like, let's say Barry, the uh, 44 there, maybe he was one, but he screwed up so bad in life that he couldn't take that on because he has to be flawless. Okay. So there's many of them and we don't know. She doesn't know. No one knows until that spirit goes upon that person. Maybe she knows the candidates. I don't know. She's never told me. Yeah, Bradley, I, that's a good comment. Uh, so Bradley says, I believe the digital money will be a gift to start out with, let's say, $1,000 for free, and this will be the bait. I actually think it's going to be much more than that. And uh, yeah, oh, <laughs> Michelle, <laughs> sorry for those of you listening on Podbean. Uh, so for the past month or two, it's been getting the same messages as you, Jeff. Yes. Well, two days ago in the afternoon, I kept hearing be. Oh, you're kidding me, Michelle. <laughs> yeah, I was actually speaking with Michelle, uh, and uh, yeah, a lot of it's been a lot of synergies there. All right. Do I think Trump will return? Yes. Yes, I do. And I hope it's sooner than later. Oh, yeah. So when does the 70 weeks begin? Well, we don't know. But I'll just tell you what my common logic. So it's the 70th week. The, the 70 weeks began, you know, basically... <laughs> Uh, at the resurrection of Jesus Christ. But the we don't know the date when the tribulation will begin. However, when it does begin, we will know <laughs> because it's going to get real bad. <laughs> and, 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 and listen, I, I'm just going to give you my honest opinion. I think the the Antichrist or the beast system right now has been setting the stage and you know, for instance, this pestilence part uh, where millions of people die. Um, I think they've orchestrated that, excuse me, and that could even be 2023. I hope I'm wrong because of some uh, experimental thing that uh, many people did around the world. I think they're trying to rush it, but um, the Antichrist doesn't determine the timing God does. That's really important to know. But I think they've been setting the stage I really think we get a reprieve, um, probably a few years. If I was to guess when the tribulation will start, um, I'd say we're in the next three to five years. Just my guess, maybe seven years from now. I, it's funny, Cisco and I were talking about this, and neither of us know, folks. Neither of us know. Cisco doesn't know. I don't know. Jesse doesn't know. No one knows. Jesus doesn't know. So there you go. Um, but just the way things are going, and the the signposts on the wall, and remember that Israel became a nation again in 1949, and not a generation will pass. So as soon as Israel became a nation, that's when the clock started ticking. 
Now, what is a generation? Is it, you know, 40 years, 70 years, or 120 years? Um, we're at like the 74 year mark now. Um, so, you know, it, uh, I, I tend to think it's more, a generation is more in the 70, 80, you know, I, I think we're going to, the tribulation is going to start probably in a few years. And I'd say by 2035, we're up in the clouds. <laughs> what can I say? Uh, just my speculation, of course. All right. New comments. Um, well, thank you, Stephen. Uh, at what point do we go up to Jesus? Okay. I, you might've just tuned in. So I just did a whole timeline when the tribulation starts, it's 1290 days. Then in the middle of this seven year period, that's when the sun goes dark, the moon goes blood red. And that's, and within, you know, within 40 days of that happening, uh, Jesus comes in the clouds. Then after we are swept up with him, then the wrath of God comes on the earth. So we do go through tribulation. We do not go through the wrath of God. Uh, unless I'm not reading the Bible correctly, but I'm spent a lot of time on it. I did a lot of homework. So, all right. Is there any more questions in the chat? I'll give you a second, and if not, I call it a night. <laughs> Sorry, folks, for, as I say, I, I'll tell you the show I was going to do. I'll kill a little bit of time. Uh, I was going to do one of these uh, rock lyrics reveal shows, and I was going to do The Eagles, because I heard a particular song, and I know everyone's been requesting me do Hometown California, but there's actually another song that, uh, when I heard it, I just went, whoa, that's timely. Um, do you think, oh, wow, I got a whole bunch of stuff. Um, is Trump the false prophet? I would say no. Uh, I, I, no one knows. I'm just guessing here. Uh, but the false prophet is most likely, uh, the, the Pope. That's, uh, I think the consensus that was there, um, yeah, he said, Peter says, I think the Antichrist will come from Europe or someone as he'll need to be like the Jewish people. Yeah, um, I would I would hedge bets on the Far East, Eastern Europe. Um, all right. If Jesus and the angels don't know... I have to assume no human knows. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Uh, thank you, Debbie Wright. Thank you. Very nice comment. What about the rapture? I just covered that again. <laughs> Halfway through, okay? there. That's, that's the answer. All right, and that is my understanding. Excellent. Okay, almost missed the show. Glad I caught at the tail end. Hey, welcome back, Tippy. Always glad to see you here. Well, folks, 
I just, I think the 2023 is going to be a rough year. Go back and listen to the program I did on New Year's Eve. I really, really think it was inspired. And I know the thumbnail art uh, isn't that attractive. I did that on purpose and I'm not changing it. Um, but go back and watch that. It was, uh, it was good. And, uh, if you're able to on Podbean, go and listen to the episode that I did, uh, yesterday on prayer. It was super powerful. I just got this email and, uh, I had to, as soon as I read it, I, I had to, I had to go to air with it. It was that good. Here's, here's the premise of it. Let me just tease it a little bit. A lot of the time we don't pray often enough. We don't pray hard enough. We're intimidated by prayer and there's all kinds of reasons. And the author breaks down all these different things that get in the way of us praying, but he makes a brilliant analogy and it's, and you know, using scripture, you know, Jesus says, whatever you pray in my name, it'll be granted. Obviously, we have to pray in the Father's will and stuff like that. And, you know, uh, he doesn't want to grant us stuff that's going to harm us, although sometimes he will because we asked for it. But God is our supplier of everything, and he loves his children. What If you're a parent, you know you want to give to your children. Sometimes you can't because you can't spoil them, or sometimes the timing isn't right for what they asked for. But we have a loving Father in heaven who wants to give you everything that you desire in him. But we don't go. How often do we seriously pray? And so the author makes a point of saying, let's say you had a billionaire friend. And this billionaire friend of yours says, hey, listen, whatever you need, man, just give me a call. It'll, I'll make it happen. You'd probably call that number a few times, right? And you'd be excited to call because he said, hey, look, I got billions. It doesn't matter to me. Whatever you want, new car, here's a new car. But we don't go to the guy who owns everything. The stuff that you have in your house, you're not the owner. He's lent it to you. That's why I talk about stewardship so much. Oh, oh, there's a good comment. As I get older, I thank God sometimes for unanswered prayers. Amen. Yeah, because, you know, we've all prayed some pretty stupid stuff. <laughs> Honestly, we have prayed some really stupid stuff, or at least I have. All right. Well, thanks for being here, everyone, and thanks for tolerating me today. Uh, I will have a prepared show. As they say, I had one. Just, I didn't, I don't know. I just felt I had to do this. And maybe something I said was, was something someone needed to hear. I'm just going to trust God on that. Um, if you're that person, if I said something that uh, moved you in some way, um, it wasn't me planning it. So uh, put it in the comments and give God the glory. And I'd appreciate a thumbs up as well, if you can, and uh, all that stuff. If you're new, please subscribe. 
uh, we're growing and uh, not as fast as I'd like to on this platform. I, but can I, can I share some inside kind of analytic stuff with you? Is that all right? Maybe maybe you're not interested in it, but and and I'm not doing this to edify myself. I'm doing this to be honest with my audience. So one of the reasons that the YouTube algorithm is working against me, and I could show you the back office. They YouTube literally does not recommend this show to anyone. Um, if you know on a show where. If we get 2,500 views, we'll have maybe about 15 or 20 people it was recommended to. It's really small. And the reason is the ministry shows that I do on Sunday don't get nearly the amount of people watching them as, for instance, the Tuesday and the Thursday shows. And so by doing the Sunday shows, I'm actually killing the progress of this show, which is kind of ironic, isn't it? By, <laughs> didn't, didn't we just read in Matthew 24, the world will hate you because of my name? No, well, even the algorithms <laughs> hate it. And, you know, because the ministry shows will get uh, on YouTube, you know, we'll get from 500 to 1500 views where, um, you know, in the, in the first couple days where, you know, a Tuesday or Thursday show is anywhere from 1500 to 4,000. And so based on every Sunday, it drags the algorithm down and they don't recommend uh, the show, but I don't do this for the numbers folks. I, I just do it because I found out what was happening in the world and I'm not going to go before the Lord and say, I knew and I did nothing. And so now I'm, uh, you know, I do this essentially full time and, you know, it takes a, it's, it's hard to do because it's hard to read all this depressing stuff and keep up with all the things in the world. It's probably the toughest job I've had in many, many years. So, all right. Um, <laughs> Tippy, that is such an amazing comment. Yes, you've got the best broadcasting voice. All right, we're going to be playing all the tunes. Uh, uh, yeah, oh, yeah, yesterday the Lord gave me confirmation I'm going to be starting a company. and It's going to be really cool. I'm going to be announcing some things. Um, seeing as I got so many of you with me still, and I apologize to those of you on pod being listening to this. Um, I posed a couple questions on Telegram. I got some answers. I'm just going to be more specific. Um, Telegram is great for us, and it really provides us a lot of ways to chat. We can um, have community. We can post intel and stuff like that. Uh, but, you know, been working with my planning team, and it's something that's been on my heart for a long time. In fact, I wanted to launch in the fall but I just don't have the exact formula yet, but I've got a platform at my disposal essentially right now. It, it costs, but it's, it's not too much money and we can have a community there. And I thought th this is good because it could be very focused 
on certain things, you know, um, you know, not, not as much digs, but, or anything like that. I really wouldn't want that in there, but it could be a little bit more focused on, uh, you know, how to prepare for things, how to live right in the real world. Um, but, and, you know, stuff that really, really don't do as much of on, uh, on our chat channels and telegram. But one of the other things that was really on my heart to do, and there's, so I could make it free of course, but one of the things I wanted to do is to be able to get you in contact with all of the other listeners that are in your state and, you know, find out who's around you. So not only can we have community, you know, online, but we could start actually assembling in person with those who may be near you. There might be one or two, five or six, 10 people. Uh, within an hour drive of you, you never know. And uh, so I would like to be able to assemble that and get people to be able to share, you know, really where they live and what their phone numbers are and stuff like that, if you connect with someone. But the problem is, the only way I can see doing that with a degree of safety is to charge for it. And the reason is if someone pays, let's say $3 a month, they have to use a credit card. And when you charge it on your card, you know, you have to give your real name and stuff like that. So even though you might have a handle on social media, there's, uh, there's a way of finding out who you are if you turn out to be a bad actor <laughs> and, and then we can track you down, <laughs> you know, sort of thing. So that's the only way I can, and if I'm open to other ideas and even if, uh, if you think it's a good idea, let me know. Oh my goodness. Kim, welcome to Right on radio. This is not the typical show that I do, but thank you for being here. Uh, we talk God and politics, the two things you're not supposed to, uh, talk about. And the tagline of the show is live right in the real world where we expose the real world to you, visible and invisible, and then you decide how to live right. Oh, so, so we got Indiana in the house. Who else is from Indiana? Um, okay, there's a question that I'll answer because I didn't make any public announcements. Uh, whatever happened to Christy being on? Um, so Christy came on at the time when it was a, a transition and uh, she was really brave to come on. And by the way, she's a lovely woman and she really has a lot of fight in her. Um, I have nothing but good things to say about Christy, but I just felt led to, uh, to start doing the show solo. Uh, I really felt the burden in my heart and it was uh, prayed over a whole bunch of stuff happened. And, you know, when, when I first released Jesse, um, the audience was used to a conversational style and, and I didn't even know Christy and she, you know, I had talked to her a couple times over the year. We kind of became friends and I just reached out to her. She goes, sure, I'll jump on the show. Um, so she didn't plan on doing a podcast really at the, you know, uh, this podcast anyways. And she came on, was really brave, came on a difficult time. Um, 
but I just felt that uh, I had to do this show by myself. So I was prayed about. Um, I had a beautiful conversation with her about it. And, uh, and she kind of felt the same way at the time. She goes, you know what, Jeff, I think that's the right thing for you to do. And almost immediately she got into another podcast. So, you know, and she has her own channel as well. Um, Patriots perspective, you can find it on YouTube. And, uh, so she was, she was really great and I'm really thankful for her. Um, I don't like drama, so I don't like to do big announcements. I had to with Jesse, of course, because that was a year and a half. And, uh, that was, uh, that was it. Oh, hold on. What's, what's that? I can't read it on the side here. Uh, thought I was showing Jeff something, but I guess I was wrong. Okay. Well, I don't know what you're talking about there. So, oh, okay. I would like the community collect conscious sit for free. Okay. Um, yeah. So <laughs> uh, with a, with a vote from the chat, should I go on those couple words for a minute? Uh, look, I, I'm not trying to, to thank you for putting that, uh, uh, comment in there. Um, collective consciousness is new age stuff. It'll bring you to hell. And I think you're referring to, uh, probably Simon parks who does it and uh yeah sure um yep the uh lord opens up doors and close uh closes another that's right by the way thank you misty for always being here you're so awesome all right well i'm gonna just uh end it there folks thank you again for the questions thank you for being here uh, may God bless each and every one of you. And remember, love your God, love your family, love your neighbor as yourself, and make a difference in your community. Right on, right on, right on. Right on radio. Right on radio.